You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm Brandon. And I'm Saba. And we are your hosts of the Cannabis Hangout. On today's episode, we are speaking with Maggie, who is part owner of a CBD business called Match Canna that offers organic plant-based products like extra strength CBD oil, full spectrum, and high potency relief oils as well. We're super excited to chat with this ray of light. So please welcome Maggie Troop to the Cannabis Hangout. Hi, Maggie. Hi, thank you so much, ladies, for having me. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to call in today and be here with us. We know you're missing your other half, Christina, today, so sending love to her, too. Um, But Maggie, let's dive right in. Would you tell us where your cannabis journey first began? Yeah, um, my cannabis journey began, gosh, I guess I was around 18, and I was introduced to the plant, and I grew up in a very religious household and my brother who was a little bit of a rebel introduced it to me and I, my friends always, you know, smoked it occasionally. And for some reason the plant just really resonated with me and it, I had a real love for cannabis and um, I realized now that I was using it to self-medicate for a lot of my ADHD and anxiety and sleep issues um, that we all know about now. But um, yeah, so I started using it, yeah, I guess like right after high school, and I really never stopped. I kind of have a reputation amongst any of my friends that I'm the canna, I was the cannabis teenager, and then I've become the canna mom now, and so I've just always been a love, you know, have a love for this plant, so been along that. with me for, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. So you, your brother introduced you. What do you remember like smoking with him for the first time? Do you remember that experience, what it was like, what you felt? Yeah, I actually wasn't with my brother. I was uh, dating one of his friends at the time randomly, (laughs) but um, so we were camping and it was 4th of July weekend and we were up in Kern River and um, I grew up in a really conservative home. And so the whole concept of just I think any extracurriculars was a little rough for me. So when I was introduced to this, and I remember I got past this bong and I smoked it and I didn't feel anything the first night, which I hear is really normal. And then um, the second time, the next night I smoked it again. And I just remember feeling just calm and relaxed and just, I felt so good. And I just remember wanting more of that in my life. That's a great feeling. I Mine was, yeah, I remember mine being super giggly and I was like, wow, I haven't laughed this hard in so long. I need more, like whatever this is, give me more. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely conflicted because I was hearing all this stuff about, you know, like drugs are bad and cannabis is bad. And my brother was telling me like, hey, cannabis isn't terrible. Or, like it has really great benefits. And so when I tried it for myself, I definitely solidified. I was like, Maybe there's other things that I'm not <laughs> being yeah. you know, told. <laughs> so it kind of, it flew me into a little bit of a rebellion, but um, 
it brought me on my journey where I am today and I wouldn't regret it. So at what point would you say that cannabis did become more like medicine for you and that you saw those benefits within the plant? Yeah, that is actually probably the turning point for cannabis for me is um, in probably like my early womanhood when I started becoming sexually active, I started getting um, like really bad cramping after sex and it kind of, I don't know if it was just like a development into hormones, but I started having really heavy periods and um I was in and out of the hospital for mysterious pelvic pain throughout my 20s, um, ovarian cysts. Uh, I've been diagnosed with everything from endometriosis to, you know, hormonal. They tried me on birth control. So they tried all these things and nothing ever helped. And um, the only time I ever got any relief from my pelvic pain was when I would smoke cannabis. And so for me, it was that thing that I always ran to. And, you know, when I was young and I was exploring my body and I wanted to be sexually active right. and do these fun things. And I would usually end up like hunched over. Like I could count so many times that I was with a partner that I'm just like, it's normal. It's okay. Just let me smoke this. I'll be fine. Like Aww. this isn't your fault. Like, and it was just, but it was the one thing that gave me relief. And so I carried it with me and, um, so that's kind of what for me and cannabis is just, it helped me on my journey for pelvic pain. And I hear so many people kind of have the same journey. It's just getting pushed aside in the medical field. And so you want yeah. something that gives you relief. And I'm, I love being able to talk about my experience and help other people find it. Yeah, that's well. awesome. When did, at what age were you, did you like find out that cannabis was actually really helping that pain? Gosh, you know, I couldn't. I couldn't put my finger on it, but all kind of like I, it was everything around like 19 or 20. That's kind of when okay. I had this like big yeah. shift in my life when I started like, you know, smoking weed a little bit. And then I started like having sex and like kind of just like getting out on my own and feeling yeah. the world around me. Right. And so, um, but I, it was really soon into my pelvic issues that I found cannabis. It was one of those things that I, I don't know who told me, but they said, you know, yeah. I try this and, and it was just, it blew my mind, the amount of, the, the amount of relief that it provided for me. That is so crazy. It's cool to hear that though, that like at an early age, like when you did feel that happening, like you, you were able to nip it in the butt before it was like years and years of not, you know, knowing what was happening in that cannabis. Like, cause you could yeah. be someone who really had no idea about cannabis or anything or never rebelled to figure it out and could have like been really missing out on it, you know? I know. I feel very lucky to have found it. But unfortunately, when I, when I was, you know, I was in California at the time and it became legal eventually, but you know, it was hard to get good quality medicine at that time. Yes, for sure. Yeah. No, I remember like having extreme menstrual cramps yeah. at my dad's house with Saba and it was like 6 a.m. or 5. I don't know what it was. Yeah. And I felt like I was going to pass out and I was just laying on the floor like, like in the positions you were talking about. And then she brought me a little mini bong with a bowl filled of cannabis. And she was just lighting it for me and putting it to my mouth. And I was just in This was recent too. This was in the last like three months. Yeah, and I swear like I would feel like I felt immediate relief. Like as I inhaled, 
like I could feel like my cramp, like my whole nervous system, like calming down and relaxing. And I just like laid there on the bathroom floor for like a cool (laughs) minute. And I was like, oh, thank God for cannabis. Oh my gosh. That is a solid friend right there. I wish somebody would baby feed me some a bong. Right. It was like the right place at the right time. I was just, I was like, stop. I, know. I was like scrambling. I was like, okay, what do you need? Here's some water. Here's some cannabis. Let me reload the bowl. Hit the bowl again. Hit the bowl again. Like yeah. during whatever I had to do. And I was like, I was like laying on like my, like on my butt with my hands back. It was like the position of like giving birth or yeah. something. <laughs> so I was like oh, so I've helpless. in there. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Anybody that deals with that knows exactly what you're talking about. Yes. It was just the right place at the right time that I had her to help me. Otherwise, I'd probably be crawling painfully to the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, do you, okay, so do you have a preferred way to consume, Maggie? Oh, man. You know, I am about uh, quick release and discretion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love, a, I love a good vape pen. Um, I'm really particular about, you know, making sure that it's a clean vape cartridge. I love me a joint. I'm old school. I oh, love yeah. some flour. Same. Um, but I, edibles have never really been, I don't know, they just hit my body too hard. Mm-hmm. And so I do them for sleep, but for the daytime, like I love to like, my favorite thing is to like go camping and wake up with the sun and like smoke a fat bowl and like just walk around. That sounds amazing. Uh, that is right down our alley. <laughs> yes. Quite literally. We love to, Brandon, lo- yeah, like and be in the, we literally actually were talking about camping right before you called and trying to go somewhere soon because we <laughs> needed nature. <laughs> You've got always. some good spots around you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Always. I know. It's always true. the Colorado mountains I need, though. I'm that like, Oklahoma's nice, and we got places around here, but they're not they're not mountains like that. <laughs> that is very true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get so, some good old mountains in Colorado. Oh, they're so great. So, Maggie, what's your family dynamic like with cannabis? Are you open with your family and kids if you have any kids? Yeah, I actually, this is an interesting topic. So I'm from California and I recently transplanted to Texas and um, I have two kids. They are nine and six right now. And when we started this business, I was always very open. My daughter, who was I think seven at the time, she was grinding weed with us, like when we were making it in our kitchen and you know, we would talk to her about plant medicine and this is, you know, an herb and it, you know, the medicinal properties. And so she is, it's funny because I talk to her a lot about it and my son too, but he doesn't really, I don't know. He's like, whatever. But they both will say like, oh, my mom's in cannabis. And being in California, that was totally, you know, everybody's in cannabis. Yeah. But then when we moved to Texas, I had to have, you know, a conversation with her because I'm really, I'm all about authenticity and I really truly feel I have no shame in my cannabis consumption and I don't feel that I should have shame in discussing it with my children because I'm not doing anything wrong. But then I have this other layer where I come to Texas and it's, you know, not legal. So it kind of put a little bit of a different layer on it and it has opened up a lot of conversations with my nine-year-old about, you know, youth and, you know, (laughs) why is why do people, you know, think, different ways about the cannabis plant right. and I talk yeah. about the history of the plant and so I'm very open 
Um, I mean, if you see my Facebook and my Instagram, it's like always getting shut down. It's kind of yes, smoking I love all it. Over it. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very open about my life and my consumption, and it's so fun. My kids hear everything, so I can't hide it. Yes, no, that's awesome. I truly appreciate authentic people, and especially mm-hmm. like parents who are very open with their kids about like what they're doing with cannabis and trying to allow them to understand it. Like you were saying, like grinding some of that herb in Mm -hmm. the kitchen and just like letting them know a little of the history, you know, it's just, it's important. That's what breaking the stigma that that you're setting the stage to have a open relationship. Cause I mean, a lot of the parents that we've talked to that have been open with their kids and now their kids are a lot older. Like they have some really healthy, great relationships where these kids, when they do want to explore cannabis and they're ready, like they go to mom and dad first or like, you know, if Charlie Sue's doing something wrong, then like they usually will tell mom and dad like, hey, this is what's happening. And it's it's that open line of communication, which I feel like starting with cannabis in a weird mm-hmm. way helps later on down yeah, the road, just being also, open with it. Yeah, like you're, they're so young that like they're so innocent and pure to it with they don't even know everything yeah. about like where the uh-huh. stigma came uh-huh. from, what's going on and why. They're just, they're learning about it just like they would be whatever you're teaching them. About a tomato. Yeah. Or, you know, homeschool, whatever it might be. Absolutely. I feel there's no shame in this plant. And yeah, education is huge and conversation I'm really big I love your podcast I love I love people being able to talk about this plant and I do believe that it should be in more mainstream topics and I I'm so excited to be able to be raising the next generation of educated um, consumers you know and I I, I see a lot of, you know, my friends and they'll be like, oh, like, oh, like, you know, be drinking wine and all this stuff in front of their kids. They're like, you break out a joint. And they're like, oh, we don't talk about that. I'm like, well, what's the difference? Right, <laughs> right, so for, right. I've, yeah. I love being able to, yeah, talk about it with my daughter. It's something that I really enjoy and it's yeah. something that she loves. And um, it's, well, now I have a top, we have a topical. It's kind of the, what broke us into it. I'm a massage therapist. And so I started incorporating it into my massages and she would hear me talk about it. And so now every time she has a burn or a scrape or anything, she's like, oh, mom, can you get the oil? That's awesome. That's perfect. And that, and she knows that that's like her medicine. Like yeah. that's what she refers mm-hmm. to it as. It's not like, oh, it's cannabis. It's, that's her medicine. Yeah. Cannabis is your medicine. Yeah. yeah. So is there something like specifically like being a mom, a stigma that you constantly face with cannabis and motherhood or are you just kind of like, "Mm, whatever, I'm going to just be about it all? Oh, man. I mean, yeah. Any mom that consumes cannabis, you know, what my decision that I make to consume and be open about my consumption, I never want to have a backlash on my kids and, you know, their social life or Mm -hmm. their reputation and it's something that I never considered before, but since moving to Texas, um, I definitely had to tighten up a little bit just because I didn't want my children to have any backlash. So I carry around um, a tote bag, the buy weed from women tote. I've been carrying it around for years and I stopped carrying it around when I'm in Texas because a couple of people have commented on it. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's nothing that I'm ashamed of, but I also want to be respectful of other people's. Yeah you know, beliefs and cultures. And, um, so yeah, I think as a mom, it's, it's hard because cannabis makes me a better mom. Cannabis makes me more patient. It cannabis cultures my anxiety. It helps me sleep better. And so as a parent, 
like for me in my life right now, this is my medicine. This is what I use to get me through parenting. Um, but it's still, you know, and has a stigma around it. And so there's definitely people I'm sure that have certain opinions about me, but I'm also very much like, that's on you. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, you kind of have to be that way, I 100%, feel like. 100%, yeah. Setting up a new company can be difficult and confusing, but establishing a strong foundation with appropriate and necessary documents can help protect you in the long run. Yes, and with being business owners ourselves, we understand what it's like pretty well, I think. With BIC Legal, they practice in areas like family law, estate planning, business litigation, and review and draft contracts for your company while assisting in licensing applications, and so much more. And with the Oklahoma cannabis industry thriving, the rules and regulations related to cannabis are quite strict. Jade Pebworth with BIC Legal, she really enjoys working with companies from the ground up. So if you're looking for good legal help in Oklahoma, she's your girl. Let's get back to today's episode. So do you have any advice for fellow cannabis (laughs) consuming, hardworking entrepreneur moms out there or just cannabis consuming moms out there? I would say be open and have conversations. It's really hard to do, especially with the people around you that don't understand it. But talking about it is really a big piece of the battle and sharing your experience and talking to your kids about it, talking to people around you about it. I found that a lot of the you know, information that I hear people thinking like, oh, if you smoke weed and you're a mom, you're this way a lot of it is based around just misinformation and, you know, just lack of education. And so it really is going to take a movement of people talking about it. And, you know, sometimes people, when they find out that I smoke weed, they're like, oh, you don't seem like a, a weed, like a stoner mom. Yeah. Well, I don't know what a stoner mom <laughs> seems right, like. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> when they find out that I'm a normal person, but I just happen to consume cannabis, um, it, a lot of times people are like, oh, interesting. Like, tell me more about that. Yeah, so, right. Um, definitely have the hard conversations and be authentic in your life. Yeah, that's really good. That is that's great. That's solid. So, Maggie, tell us a little bit about who you are and what brought you together with Christina and, like, how you, what you both created, like, where you came from with massage <laughs> therapy and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm, I've been a massage therapist for a little over two decades now. I graduated really young. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, as we heard, at 18 or 19, I was a little floundering at that time. So I went to massage school um, right after high school, and I, I kind of carried that through with me. And I always just love the body. I love the healing touch. I love, you know, just the universal anatomy that we all have. And so um, I started working with the body and I really got me interested in learning more how it functions and you know why do we get injured and how do we heal it and um, I I work a lot with like injury management and throughout this journey I you know I've walked with a lot of people who are in pain management and I always hear the same thing is you know they're eating healthy and they're exercising and they're seeing their PT and they're getting their massages but they're I would get a lot like, what can you do at home? Like, what can I do at home? And so um, everybody wanted a topical and I couldn't, there was Tiger's Bomb or, you know, like Biofreeze. There was nothing good on the market. And so um, I was really interested in trying to incorporate something into my practice so to help my clients. And um, so Christina, who is my business partner, her and I met about 11 years ago and 
she became, I mean, long story short, she's my sister-in-law now. So she ended up marrying my brother, but um, my brother had moved to San Francisco and he had three blown discs. And so I was working with him to help with his pain management and he was seeing Stanford doctors and they they wouldn't give him surgery. He was too young and he was bedridden for days. And so She's kind of like a little bit of a, I like to call her a little bit of witchy, witchy vibes. She hates it. But <laughs> so she, um, she's an esthetician and she loves playing with botanicals and oils and like all these, you know, herbs and stuff. So she made him a cannabis topical just, you know, for fun. Cause she said, Oh, it, you know, it's terrible seeing you like this. So she just wanted something to do. And so she made him this cannabis topical and he literally, you know, obviously he was skeptical. But he started applying it, and he went from bedridden to walking around. Wow. The minute, it was insane when I saw the transformation that his life got from this oil. So that's when I said to Christina, I need more of that. Like, what is this? What are you doing? What are you putting on? So then I just started slowly incorporating this topical into my massage practice, and I had such amazing results. And you know, everybody was asking to buy the oil and, you know, um, it, it just kind of swung into a thing. We never really anticipated on having a product company, but um, it was kind of built on a built out of a desire from people around us just asking for it and wanting answers. And so we dove a lot into research about, you know, endocannabinoid system and cannabis therapies and topicals versus ingestions and the inflammation process. And so we um, put out this line in 2020. We were quarantined together in Lake Tahoe. And oh, what a nice we were like, place. <laughs> do it. I know. It was, it was an amazing summer. Um, but yeah, we were just like, let's just do it. Let's create something. And we uh, created Matt's Hanna. And it's actually Matt is Maggie plus Christina. So it's M-A-C-C-A. And that's kind of how we were born. And we've um, flown into like products. And um, we're expanding our line of products. And we have big dreams uh, for this company. We're really passionate about education and trying to provide a really great user experience for people who want to break into uh, cannabis therapies. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of, it's just been a whirlwind of a couple years. But it's been so amazing to be able to be in the cannabis industry. It's it's something that I always tell Christina. It's like my dream yeah. because I get to work with this plant that has made such a difference in my life. And I've, I, I heard this saying that, you know, when you work, when you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. And I could talk about cannabis all day long. I love it. I Isn't love that. Cool? Yeah. So it's so amazing. And I love being able to meet women like you who are also excited about the plant. And they yes. like, oh, I'm not crazy. Right. <laughs> it's the energy is so much yeah. higher. <laughs> right where you want it to be. Yeah. That's exactly. cool though. I love your, I love that story just between like your, your pelvic pain, but then also like your brother and that topical mm. and like your business came out of that and what you were doing. Like, that's really neat. It sounds like everything was just like happening, like as it should. Absolutely. I've done so many things throughout my life. And, you know, for so long, I was like, what's my place? And what am I supposed to be doing? And what's my message? And when cannabis came across my path, I was like, I'm following you to the end. Yes, (laughs) I feel that. I feel that very heavily because I feel like for the longest time, like I was a PR major and I didn't know like where I belonged. And I did marketing and I built websites and I had a little tech company and, you know, I did all the things, but like nothing set my soul on fire. But then I got 
into the cannabis industry and I started working at a dispensary and that was, that was it. That was, that this is the rest of my life now. Like I can't do anything else. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's awesome it's though. Well, it's, yeah. And there's such a great community in it, especially these powerful women that I've just met through this, um, women in cannabis, uh, amongst the states and stuff, just, and everybody is so helpful and loving and supportive. And it's an industry that I just, I didn't see developing like this, but it definitely has become, I think, a savior for a lot of people. I think so too. It's brought a lot of people who would never be brought together together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. So Maggie, Match Canada, they, you guys specifically focus on CBD. So for people listening, they may be wondering that, there's so many companies, brands out there that it gets really overwhelming with CBD. What is something that makes you guys stand out with like all the other brands everywhere? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we built this brand. So we focus on CBD because we really wanted to be an entry point uh, for cannabis therapies. And I've used, you know, uh, cannabis in many different forms. And I found such benefits in CBD. And that's why we really focused on the CBD side of things, we truly believe that you should stay in your lane and stick to something that you're good at. Mm-hmm. Um, we specialize in high potent products. We really focus for people who are dealing with chronic pain, chronic anxiety, and they want a little extra out of their products. That's where we come in. So we also provide a really clean product, which is now it's not as hard to find, but a few years ago when we started this, there it was really difficult to find a product that wasn't full of additives and it, you know, um, it worked and it was high potency. Yes. So we, we provide high potent handcrafted, just really luxurious products. Um, I'm, you know, a massage therapist. I'm very particular about the topicals that I use. And so we've created a very delicious topical that's infused with botanicals that reduce inflammation and pain as well as the CBD. And, um, yeah, so we're, I mean, we just really focus on the pain and anxiety and helping people break into it. Like if I always say, if you don't know where to start, like, give me a call because I'm going to walk your hand. I'm going to hold your hands and I'm going to give you resources. And how do you dose? What is the best way of consumption? When do you take it? All those questions, those starting questions. I love to be able to walk people through that journey and help them thrive. That's awesome. That's a gift too. Uh, mm-hmm. it takes a special person to be able to um, do all of that and just like to be happy about, yeah. you know, doing that service of it. And so. educating people with yeah. like love and like patience. Patience is the key word here. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I've actually never really thought of it as like a special talent. It's always been something that I've just been so driven towards. Yeah. Thank you so much for saying that. I'm Absolutely. also like, that's just what I do. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. your gift. Not everyone is good at that. And like, not everyone mm-hmm. wants to do that, nor can they don't, they don't have yeah. the abilities to. Mm-hmm. So like, that's really cool, Maggie. Well, thank you. Yes. So Maggie, could you tell our listeners a little bit of what the benefits of consuming CBD regularly are? Oh, man, consistency is so big when it comes to consuming, um, CBD products and I mean any therapy and when you think about CBD and cannabis therapies oftentimes people say oh it didn't work for me or 
you know, I tried it once. And the thing is, is that we have an endocannabinoid system. And in order for us to help our body, this endocannabinoid system function properly, it needs to be nourished. So taking your medicine consistently helps that um, that time of need, like when your your system is low, it helps have something in your body that it can start to pull from. So it really nourishes that endocannabinoid system. And if I'm sure maybe your listeners are familiar, but if you're not, um, it's just like your cardiovascular system or your nervous system. Your endocannabinoid system is a system that's in your body that regulates all these other processes. And so as you can imagine, like when communication fails, like in a relationship, oftentimes the relationship fails. So being able to um, have good communication between these different systems in our bodies helps our body run a lot smoother. So consistency is really important because like you wouldn't go to the gym and work out once and wonder why you didn't lose 20 pounds. And the same thing, like you wouldn't just take a supplement once and then just wonder why your anxiety isn't gone. It's something that you consistently need to work at and then really be cognizant about how your body feels um, while you're using the medicine. And so finding your perfect dose is really important. So how much do you need to take to have the results that you want? And our body is constantly fluctuating on its needs and hormones and all these different things. So having a consistent dose allows your body to have like a, a good balance. Mm-hmm. And then you can always add in when you have those little times when you need a little more. So that's actually the perfect segue into um, our next question is there's so many doses of CBD, which that's that can also get confusing in itself. Um, so how how do you find the correct dose? Like even for me as somebody who's pretty educated when it comes to CBD, that's not something that I like. No, readily off the top of my hand. There's certain brands, you know, that I mess with that I'm like, okay, like I've heard good things about, you know, but as in regards to even knowing the dose that I need for my body, like how do you gauge that? Is that trial and error like it is with, you know, like THC? Is it like, I don't know, is there a certain amount you're supposed to have per day? Yeah, and it it is really dependent on your body. And the same thing just like THC and cannabis medicines. Um, the best thing I could say if you're trying to find your perfect dose is to start journaling how you feel. Um, I, I want to say it's around, it's like 30 to 50 milligrams is a good place to start. Um, and finding your perfect dose is just trial and error. So getting a product and then start using it and see how you feel. And then if you don't feel the effect, take a little bit more. Maybe you, you know, are feeling too much effect, take a little bit less. So it's a little bit just kind of playing with it and really feeling into your body about how you feel. Um, I always say, give it a week, give it a week of consistency before you start really feeling the effects. Some mm-hmm. people feel it right away. Like for me, when I'm starting to have that anxiety, come on, I take some CBD and then 10 minutes later, I'm like, Oh, right. I forgot I was anxious. But some people, uh, like I said, you're working with your endocannabinoid system. So Take some time to regulate that to get you to an even space so that you can start building on that. So, yeah, yeah, I would say they say start low and go slow, but like, don't be afraid to jump all jump all the way in. Mm -hmm. It's a very safe and forgiving medicine. So, for instance, I really I enjoy the CBD oil. I think it's a really easy way to dose and to put it underneath your tongue, and it has really fast absorbency, so it has really quick effects. 
And so um, for me, I say, you know, try some under your tongue in the morning and some at night. And it really depends on what you're trying to get the benefits of. So I, for me, I have severe anxiety. So I know that I have to have it morning and night. And then I also have it around me. So in the daytime, if I'm feeling anxious, I can take a little bit more. Um, some people that just want it for, you know, maybe just to kind of relax, might need a little bit less, more like 20 milligrams to 30 milligrams once a day. Some people take, you know, 100 milligrams twice a day. So it really depends on what your body feels good in. And that just takes that trial and error. That was great. Thank you for explaining that. So Maggie, I reread on your website that you guys use like fully organic products that include the botanicals that are pressed by Christina's hands. Will you tell us a little bit about the products that you guys carry and like what they do? Yeah. So um, all of our products are made with intention and love for sure. Christina, the topical um, was the product that really launched us into this space. Um, and so we really wanted to make a really luxurious base oil and we wanted to use botanicals, but we didn't, um, but we wanted to do, we did a lot of research and we looked into cold pressed botanicals. They pull out a lot more of the terpenes and kind of the full plant essence. And it's the same reason why we love cannabis is we love this plant medicine. So, um, we did a lot of research on different botanicals such as like St. John's wort, lemon peel, lavender, comfrey. I can't remember all of them are on there. But um, so we did a lot of research on what would um, benefit for inflammation and for pain. And then we took that and mixed it into base, um, base oil. So Christina actually, um, I mean, as we're growing, we're like, this is actually kind of the one thing that we're like, are we going to continue this? And she handshakes, she calls them her babies. She has these jars that she like sun infuses these botanicals and she shakes them every day and <sighs> they're wow. made wow. with luxury and love. I know she, like, you know, she loves it. So it's, it's one of those things, but as I'm like, how big of a drum can you actually shake? So we're trying to figure that part out. But, um, yeah, so we, and then, um, as far as our, so that's our topical. And then, um, so we mix that with a CBD. So it's really great and nurture it's, great for your skin, muscles, spasms. I mean, I use it in all my massages. And then as in our journey that we were talking about what other products we would like to bring on, um, CBD oil was something that we felt really passionate about because it's a really clean way to get quick relief. Um, and we use a uh, medium chain trigger, uh, MCT oil and CBD. So there's no additives. There's nothing else in the product. So it's a really clean, um, it's, a clean relief. It's a clean product, and um, it's something that we feel really passionate about. Is that we shouldn't have to have a bunch of products inside of our products. We want just yeah. the things that work. And I love that because I hate when there's so much stuff in my product that I I can't don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. I just want it to be clean. I just want it to be. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really want to be able to highlight the reason why you're purchasing the product, which is the CBD. So that's what we are really focusing on and in, in our future products as well. That's amazing. I I love to hear that. And it's, it's always nice to have a, it's just nice to have a good, like solid CBD brand that you know you can refer to that is just clean because I mean, like you, there's, I have anxiety too. And there's days where 
I don't want any THC in my body because it triggers it almost even more. Right. So me having CBD mm-hmm. on deck like that within five minutes, it's it's instant. It's I mean, I mean, I'm instantly better where I'm like, oh, this is great. I feel so much better, like back to normal because some days it's like I wake up and I can't breathe. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely the day that I'm carrying around the CBD with me like a pacifier. Yes, quite literally, because it's like, okay, squirt a little bit more. Okay, a little bit more now. Right. Totally. I'm like in my coffee, in my water, in my mouth, anywhere. Yes. (laughs) So what is your most purchased product, would you guys say? Like your most popular one? Um, Our CBD oils, uh, the extra strength of CBD isolate, surprisingly, is our most purchased product. Um, I feel that a lot of people are apprehensive to break into like using something with THC, even though I'm a fully always like use a full spectrum product. Um, but people really love a CBD oil, um, the extra strength CBD isolate one. That's, I mean, I use it myself. Um, and it's great because if you're already consuming a cannabis product and then you use the CBD isolate, you're getting the entourage effect naturally. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So you, um, a little bit of a shift here. You came from a massage therapist career path prior to this. How do you find cannabis to be an ally to assist in that path, but also the path of starting a business? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, massage has always been the, one of those things that I've always had in my back pocket. And, um, I, after working with, like, I've worked with so many clients, and um, I truly believe that every massage should have CBD in it, because it has such amazing benefits for muscle spasms, um, nerve pain, um, it's great for your skin as well, like skin issues, rosacea, eczema, acne, Um, it has natural antimicrobial agents in it, so... For me, it was one of those things that really naturally came into my practice. And then, um, I mean, just seeing the results that my clients were getting from it, that was just a no-brainer for me to start incorporating it because people would come in and start asking for it. Like, oh, hey, I was referred to you because, you know, this person said you have this magic oil. Like, can I have some of that? So um, after just seeing how much people loved it, Mm -hmm. that really was just an easy break into the massage world. Um, and then the product line, like I said, I never really intended on having a product line, but I love, I love education. I love being able to talk about cannabis and I love massage and body work. So being able to marry those two together, it was like literally when this came to me, like when we're talking about building this business, it was like my head exploded. I was like, Oh my God, this is it. Like this is the extra piece I've been. This is the moment. This is yes. That's that light bulb. That's so exciting. Yeah, so it was. It's been really great, and I love body work. But I've been doing it for 22 years, and so the amount of clients that I see has definitely diminished a lot over the past mm-hmm. years. And so I want. I really. Um, I love being able to be at a point where I can see the clients that you know really want to come and see consistently, really want to see results, and I'm not having to like turn out clients like yeah. 15 clients a day. That's just. 
I want to be able to give really quality work. And I feel that when I incorporate this CBD into my massage, I'm able to provide a real quality massage, not just because I'm, I'm really good, but because <laughs> I'm also able to work with them on a physiological level mm-hmm. to break down that pain spasm cycle that their body is going through. And when you put your body in a state of healing, it will heal itself. And so, I mean, really, I don't do a lot of work. I just help your body get into a place where it can heal itself. That's really cool. I know that I love that. Your uh, service is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so Maggie, what has been the most like rewarding part of the journey you've been on? Like, do you have any like really cool patient stories that you'd like to share? Oh my gosh. There's so many. I mean, I've, yeah, there was, um, I mean, the, I would say the most rewarding part of this journey is being able to build this business with my sister-in-law slash best friend slash soulmate. <laughs> that has probably been the best um, experience in this whole thing. Um, as far as customer or, you know, clients go, I, there's one in particular, she was one of my first clients, um, that I started incorporating this oil into. And she was a woman who had polymyalgic syndrome as well as fibromyalgia. So she would just always have muscle spasms and, um, just always in pain. And sometimes she was in bed for days with her whole body. And, you know, she was on steroids and steroids had, you know, a lot of complications and she hated taking them. And so, um, I started giving her regular massages with this oil and she, I just, the look on her face when she was just like, Maggie, I haven't taken my steroid medication in like a wow. month wow. because I've been able to get off it. And that story, like, that was my first time that I was like, this is really something. Like, I'm not saying you should go get off your medication. Definitely work with your doctor. Um, but for some people, they find the relief that they're looking for mm-hmm. without having to be on pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. And, and the way so they light up. Able, <sighs> mm-hmm. And, yeah, because you can see it when people feel that relief. And they're finally, like, when you're in pain for so long and nobody's listening to you and you can't figure it out and you just, like, this is my normal and I just... You know, and then be able to have hope that you can pick up your grandkids again and you can have the energy to go Christmas shopping and you can do the things that you yeah, want to do right. without having to take medications with side effects. That's really what drives me forward is just remembering those stories of the people that have been able to just change their lives because they've been able to find this medicine. That's, yeah, it's uh, that's it's so beautiful to be able to be a part of people's journey like that and see people transform. My sister has fibro and um, she recently has been a little bit more consistent in her cannabis usage, I guess you could say, but the consistency in, in the everyday isn't there because it's, it's still seen as, Oh, it's, it's, you use it once and it helps, but like, I don't need it every day, which yeah. Okay. But it uh, like, all medicine in like the herbal type medicine if you take it every day then it it's going to do stay consistent and do what it needs to do for your body in that so it's it's cool that to hear the flip side of that of people being open to receive you know massage cbd massages or even explore getting off their steroids um because they want to do better and be better and you get to be a part of that journey in in your own unique way which is so cool like being a part of the industry and healing people with your hands is a beautiful thing. It's amazing. And I love being able to walk on that journey with people, which is 
I, people say it's weird that I love to talk about pain, but I, I just love to talk about pain because I feel like that journey is so intimate and to be able to help somebody find relief in that is just, it's, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. And, I and feel I'm like, so glad that your sister found, you know, yes. good therapies. That's amazing. Yeah. And I feel like it's also like the way that you're talking about pain is in a positive way and not in a negative way, if, if, if that makes sense, even though pain is a negative thing, but it's all about like, I feel like a brand, I talk about this a lot, but it's about the words that you choose. And so when you're speaking positive pain words in their minds, they're like, okay, like I can get better, like this will be good. And so then they start feeding themselves positive affirmations versus I feel like based off the work you're doing. Yeah. And like the words you're feeding them and like, Hey, this pain, like it's, it's here, but we're, you know, like whatever you may say, or however you may portray it your energy is also beautiful behind it so those words are it's positive pain is kind of the best way to absolutely you know does that make sense well well yeah and I think that a lot of people feel like when you're in pain that's kind of like a death sentence right like oh I'm just in pain and I'll Mm -hmm. just lay in bed and I'm just you know and I really like to look at it as pain is a message from your body telling you something yes right it's Mm -hmm. telling you there's an injury it's telling you maybe you have inflammation it's telling you something so you just have to stop and listen to that message and say what is this trying to tell me and oftentimes when you do you are able to find some relief in that and but it's really hard because like you said a lot of people think of it or you know when you get in pain that pain spasm cycle I see people it's just they they get consumed by it and they stop doing the things they love and they stop, you know, they just kind of think like, well, this is just the rest of my life now. I, you know, I just can't do these things anymore. And that's not the case. It yeah. can definitely change your path mm-hmm. if you change your mindset. A hundred percent. Preach. Ding, Say ding, it louder ding. for the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Maggie, for anyone listening that wants to either get into the CBD slash cannabis industry or even just start a business in general, What's a solid piece of advice that you wish someone would have passed along to you? I would say connect and network with your community. Um, We started this business in 2020 at the peak of COVID. And um, we were able to find a really great community of um, cannabis entrepreneurs and bounce ideas off of them. And it was so pivotal for the start of our business. And now looking back on it, I really, we realized, what a great position that put us in because um, so many entrepreneurs go on a journey alone and they think that they have to do it themselves. And that's not the case. You know, Christine and I are really lucky and you guys are really lucky to have each other too, to sound like he is off of. And sometimes when you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then they're like, you know, stop, like, cut, like, have you the face? Like, no, don't do that. it's great to have somebody like that um but you don't have to like build a network build people around you to bring you up go to them you know join um you know a mastermind like surround yourself with people who want to see you succeed because there's definitely times that in anything we're going to get discouraged in right but we need somebody to be able to pull us up Right. right that's good yeah that's great Mic drop. You're a great motivational speaker, Maddie. <laughs> You're really good, Maggie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you. And ladies, thank you so much for this, uh, having me on. I, You actually, your podcast was one of the first podcasts we found when we were looking into like, well, like, let's just learn about cannabis and we just search cannabis podcasts and yours came up. And so we've been listening to your podcast for quite some time now. And so when I met you guys in Oklahoma, I definitely like, I called my business partner. I was like, I've never been a fangirl. Like I grew up in LA and I would see 
people all the time, like, oh, whatever, it's Britney Spears. But I'm like, I saw you guys. Oh, whatever. Oh, my God, you now know. (laughs) I love you for that. I know, I know. I still remember you being behind us. And I remember (laughs) after you walked away, I was like, Brandon, she was so awesome. I love her. (laughs) Brandon was like, I know me too. Oh my gosh, I was so excited. My like, my business partner was like, "I bet you came off really strong." I was like, "I definitely did." I definitely did. <laughs> really strong. It's okay. Cool. We love strong. <laughs> that's how I am. Yeah, so. I love. I I've gotten used to strong, and I love it now because Brandon <laughs> comes on very strong <laughs> in the best way possible. <laughs> Right? We all need that balance. Yes, absolutely. So, Maggie, we like to ask everyone this question, um, but what is a stigma you would like to see changed revolving cannabis? God, personally, I'm just going to go with the mom, the mom in cannabis. Smoking cannabis does not make you a bad mom. I feel this is a great tool, and I would love to be able to see more parents be able to consume cannabis without the... yes the risk or the worry that it will have backlash on your legality. Right. I know. Yeah. Legality. Yeah. It's, it's hard because, you know, as a parent, you, I mean, I don't want to sit there and be drinking wine and vodka all day, but like if I can smoke a little joint and go play Barbies with my kids, that's exactly what I want to do. And it's scary when you get faced with, you know, you see these criminal charges getting slapped on people and it's, you're in between your medicine or, you know, this fear. And as a parent, you're constantly worried about everything. And so I would say it's a stigma on parenting and cannabis for sure. That's good. That'll never get old. Like every mother can say that who smokes cannabis and it needs to be said over and over. Yeah. And the more time it's said, (laughs) the more time the stigma gets broken. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I think this wraps up today's episode, Maggie. Thank you so much for taking time to chat with us today. We really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure to chat with you ladies, and I can't wait to hear all your podcasts coming up this season. And um, I definitely, let's stay in touch. Yes, Yes, please, Maggie. It was such a pleasure to hear your story and just everything that you guys are doing. It's, it's so cool and beautiful and you guys are, you guys are going to do really big things and we can't wait to watch you guys grow. Thank you. And for anybody that wants to learn more about us, you can find us at matchcanna.com. We also have a dosing guide in our blog section. So if you're interested in learning more about finding your dose, we kind of walk you through the process. So um, it's a really great resource for those who are trying to break in but don't know where to go. Lovely. Thanks yeah. for sharing yeah, that. Yeah, thank, thank you for sharing that. And thank you to our listeners for tuning into today's episode. And as always, Brian, stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.